0: Today on Krina and Kirsten Get to Work, we're talking about the end of year tune-up, part two of our Reflections and Intention series. Sure. Fair enough. Sounds great. (laughs) (laughs) Love it.
1: Welcome to Krina and Kirsten Get to Work. I'm Krina Hoyer. And I'm Kirsten Barron. And happy... New Year, friend. Happy New Year, friend. Yes, this is here it. Are. Here we are. Holy. It's the end. It's the end of 2022. Holy Toledo. Holy moly. And here gosh we are. all, get all. Here we are. Two women celebrating the new year, talking about ease, meaning, and joy. Because mm-hmm. that is what we want for all women who work at home. Or at work, or both. Or wherever. (laughs) wherever. Particularly
0: as we go into 2022. Yeah, I cannot wait. And Uh, we're doing this from the land of the Coast Salish people. You beat me to it. You beat me to it. It's a race to see who can say the Coast Salish people first, because we love it so much. We love them so much, and we're so ding-dang grateful.
1: You beat me to the punch. We also, you know, in the last couple of episodes, we have acknowledged our new listeners. There have been so many in so many different countries. And I also want to say, for those of you who are just joining us... Hello
0: and welcome. Hello and welcome, listener.
1: And you may not know We're so grateful
0: to have you. I was listening to other podcasts and I was telling you. And grateful to have those who have listened to all 75 episodes. Holy
1: crap. I can't even believe it. I know, right? Yeah. And I was talking to uh, Clint from Intellitonic who works on our show. the fabulous Clint. We love Clint. And he said, that's a lot of great words you girls, you ladies have been putting out in the world. (laughs) I just thought that was so great. So thank you for that, Clint
0: but you know what i was saying to you earlier some listeners may not even know who the heck we are oh my gosh this is so funny Uh, seriously as i talk i think of the listener and i think that they know me and you're right we have not done this we don't do this every time no most because we don't want to snooze bore people no but
1: most podcasts say like hello I am a business consultant, and she's a employment law attorney, and we're here to talk to you about like we don't ever like don't give do ourselves that. any kind of credit whatsoever.
0: We just jump on. Well, I would say it differently. <laughs> of course, I would say that we don't explain ourselves, and there's good reason for that, friend. There's good reason. We're just like, hello,
1: trust us. We might have something. Okay, good that we're but for new listeners,
0: to. yeah, for the new listener, let's just here's the quick rundown. Hello, I'm Krina. and you, I'm Kirsten, and I,
1: Krina. You're going to, you're going to get to love, you're going to learn to love this voice. (laughs) 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 I am a business consultant and coach with over 25 years as a leader in all manner of things. Kirsten, what would you say about yourself?
0: Well, I want to just make a couple of footnotes on you, if you wouldn't mind. Sure. I think that you're, you know, you've, been in leadership for 25 years you've led an organ one organization for a very long time you're leading other organizations um and i think that's really your superpower is kind of organizationally communications getting people on the same page what are we doing processes Mm -hmm. how do we make decisions what's up what's down that's very sweet you know what i tell people my job
1: is Hmm. i help leaders and leadership teams do their jobs solve their problems and get along
0: with each other. That's so nice. That's it.
1: That's what I'm here for folks. But what about you,
0: Kirsten? I'm just, I really am like a cleanup person. (laughs) I am. You're the best. I'm a housekeeper. No, I'm a, I do. I do business law. I do business and employment law. I really act as it like almost like a general counsel and in-house general counsel to clients like if they could afford it and have the, the the work, I would sit in their office and be their lawyer inside their business. And that's the kind of relationship I like to create. But the truth of the matter is, and so there are some clients who listen, bless them, bless them. Thank you, clients. Thank you, clients who listen. And they know we just clean stuff up, man. We just tidy it up, zip zop, moving <laughs> along. And we know each other because Kirsten used to clean stuff up for I me. I used to clean up clean stuff.
1: <laughs> That's it. That is the thing. That and now we're friends we for real. And now, now we're here mm-hmm. and we do this podcast and we have over 75 episodes and it's insane. Uh, in fact, this is number 76
0: on
1: New Year's Eve Day. Party. Which you're, means you're probably not going to listen until sometime in January. But
0: you can feel the feels, listener. You were here can for you. You feel the New Year's we feels. We are here for you. And we're talking...
1: About, we're kind of recapping our last episode on Reflections and we're talking about intentions. Speaking of intentions, though, I know I said this on the last episode. I've been really intentional about kind of how I approach the holidays. I know.
0: Really trying. You came right out with. No, I always came out of the gate saying. Did. This has got to work for me. You basically said, I'm only going to do the things I want to do. Yes. Which is kind of the way I live my life. But, but, but. What I realize is I
1: do I need to find the connection between the things I'm doing and my values in mm-hmm. order to continue to be. Motivated. No, that's
0: fair. You said I'm only going to do the things that align with my values. That is exactly what you said. Yeah. So I, had, I missed the most important half. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> that's weird. I that is bizarre. Could it be the brown liquor? It could be the brown liquor. It could just be me kind of <laughs> trying to ignore the fact that what we do <laughs> needs to line up with our values. Uh, go back and listen to that
1: episode we did on values
0: that'll help you do that there. and then into this one. no
1: but it's been interesting now we're kind of coming out of it and, and i said to you recently this has been one of the more pleasant holiday seasons yeah, in years so for great me. and what i did did not change and that's what's interesting to me what i have done the the behavior the things that i have done the how
0: you have spent your time the activities I've, you've engaged yeah, exactly. in the work you've changed. done
1: but what really has changed is sort of is my mental approach to them the way i think about them the way that i Go that extra mile and go, yes, I'm doing this because my value is this and this thing aligns with that. So you've
0: been able to connect what you're doing to your values, which changes your experience of the things you're doing. hundred uh, percent. Mm-hmm. That intentional thing.
1: And, and in a time when, I don't know if you're experiencing this too, but in a time when I feel like. It, that it's really important for me to be zipped up. It's mm-hmm. really important for me oh, to, ha- yeah. to have fortitude. There's a lot of unraveled.
0: Yes. Discombobulated, unregulated folks out there. Are Understandably. You finding,
1: are you finding that in your client base too? I no mean, I, I question. love my client. I love that they lean on me for these things and I find I'm mm-hmm. able to. I'm able to respond and be that support for them because I have done this work for myself. So you're seeing that too.
0: Oh my gosh. I feel like I need to be kind of Teflon. There's just a lot of stress out there, people trying to close deals, get things done. I think that the pandemic continues to really wear on people. Omicron has been very upsetting for people. It's some of the darkest days of the year. Yeah, not even like literally the darkest the darkest days. People are worried about the economy. And I really think, as much as I love the holidays and I love Christmas, I mean, I'm crazy about holidays and I do celebrate Christmas, which just, I mean, like the whole Santa reindeer, Jesus born, all that. I love that stuff. Yeah, you love all of it. I love it. You love it. I do. But what I'm really cognizant of is that it's not. The common experience. Like a lot of people don't like how they spend the holidays don't like who they spend the holidays with. And it's very stressful. And when I talk to people about it, I'm like, Oh, is it that's, I get it. Yeah.
1: And even if it's not Holiday specific, like you said, there's darkness, mm-hmm. especially if you live mm-hmm. in the northern
0: hemisphere. There's it's so freaking dark. There is so dark. I mean, I don't know if Does it doesn't get light, it, like, I'm not sure it gets light. We I lit- feel like we live in Iceland. No,
1: literally, for those listeners who are on in other parts of the world here in Washington state, right about now, dusk is about 3 30 in the afternoon, mm-hmm. and sunrise is what eight.
0: I don't even know. does even come up. I don't even know if it comes up. I don't, and then it's gray. So it's it's dark. It's it, it, The point is, if you have a long work day, it's all dark.
1: <laughs> it's dark. It's dark when you go to work. It's dark when you get home. Exactly. But then, yeah, like you said, it's a loaded time. Family doesn't necessarily always mean, you know, lovely for every person. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of expectations. And COVID and travel limitations. And, and the things. Extreme weather events. All the things. And all of the things. And so my heart goes out to every listener who's experiencing that my heart goes out to my clients and yeah like i said some there's some weird magic thing that happened to me this year when around thanksgiving i just set intention which it set intention about how i was going to feel
0: mm-hmm.
1: and how i was going to ensure i felt like that felt that way you know moving into these dark days which is kind of interesting because that harkens back to our episode last last year about this time, mm-hmm. about intentions. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Have you, I do. Did you happen to listen to it in advance of the show?
0: No, I read the show. I did read the show notes, but I didn't listen to it. I found it was really so interesting. I love it when you listen to us. I'm so grateful you do that. Thank you. Yeah. I am. I just can look at the show notes.
1: I think I listen, you know this, I listen to every episode between editing and then proofing and then once it
0: launches and then maybe revisit like it later. You're like three times.
1: I listen to almost every episode uh, probably three,
0: if not four times. And I just listen twice. Well, no, that's not even really fair. I I listen when we're talking, and then I listen one more time. Oh my god! So I really only listen once.
1: I'm 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 like a regular listener. I'm the winner on this one i win this one
0: but no last year we we're talking
1: about intentions and we really said it, talking about mental mm-hmm. intentions how do we want to feel in 2021 i feel like this year we're talking a lot about how what do we want to manifest honestly mm-hmm. what do we want in our lives what are tangible things we want in our and lives? and what is
0: that word and before people decide they're not going to listen anymore yeah. Oh, yeah hang on because we have some things to th- say about manifesting that i think are interesting they better be interesting. Ding, 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 <laughs> better be interesting.
1: <laughs> but so last year I did listen and one of the, my favorite quotes from last year's episode. Last year's like, get her done. Let's get mm-hmm, into the new mm-hmm. year and start thinking about how we're going to act. Was from this guy from Harvard. His name is Dr. Daniel Gibbler. And remember that? Yes. Go back and listen to that episode. I had such a hard time with his name, but it is Gibbler. I remember that. He said, human beings are works in progress who mistakenly think they're finished. I just love
0: that. I love that, too. And I have to tell you, like, I have this wonderful ex-mother-in-law who I call my mother outlaw. And I remember looking at her when she was probably in her mid-50s and thinking, oh, she should be like thinking that she was done developing. Like thinking that she had all grown up and you she, thought
1: she had she was I done. I thought,
0: oh, she's going to be all grown up and done. Like you get to be an adult, you get whatever, you raise your kids, and then you're done. And one of my realizations in my, you know, late 30s was, uh, uh, no, mm. we never are done. Mm-hmm. We are just, and I hope we're never done. No, like the opportunity to continue to grow and to develop and to figure who you are and to change what you want and hang on to what you love. I mean, it's like I've talked to women in their 90s who are still growing. You said something recently at a social engagement that we were both at,
1: which frankly makes any social engagement awesome so nice when we're both to there. Mm-hmm. You said something like we we're talking about like kind of what advice would you give to younger people? And you had you said something around along those lines of like you're never done. Mm-hmm. There's no end in life. There's, there's no, no end, final. There's right.
0: no post, There's no final. It's right. not." You just can't suffer, suffer, suffer because you think you're going to get to some end, some great no, final thing. You've got to love what you're doing the whole way. This is it. Yeah. Or, you know, most of it anyway. Yeah. There's some times you just suck it up, but there shouldn't be a lot. Not a lot of sucking it up. No, That's what I want to say. Uh, I, I totally agree. Is
1: that one of your goals for 2022? Not suck it up, yeah. Do not just suck Don't it up. Don't suck it up, KB. Okay, so let's
0: talk about it. This is something that you do all the time, oh, no, every cr- year. I am crazy about this. I'm crazy about this process. I do it every year. I look at it almost every week of the year. I just have such a deep belief in this that I cannot... I just cannot say how important I think this has been in helping me create the life that I want. And what is this setting intention? It is really sitting down every year and figuring out what my goals are. What do I want? Personally, I have a couple of areas that I focus on emotional, physical work, relational, financial, spiritual, and I figure out what is it I want. And I before I do that, I look back on the year. So last episode was on reflection. We know the power of reflection. Yep. Right. So I do that reflecting and then I figure out what my goals are, which is like, where do I want to land?
1: And so when you when you're naming off those categories and I want to I want to what they're um, emotional, physical, physical, work, professional, maybe mm-hmm. relational, financial, spiritual, mm-hmm. you literally think about.
0: A goal or goals for each of those categories. Yes.
1: How do I want to feel mm-hmm. in 2022? And
0: sometimes there are things I want to accomplish. Like I have had for my work goals, I want these 10 clients. Okay. Those are really like really easy goals to figure out if you've met or not. Yeah. Spirituality is a little bit different and a little bit more squishy, right? Give me an example of a spiritual goal. Um, so for me, a spiritual goal is that I want to feel peaceful. And I want to feel in touch with God. Okay. So for me, it's God. For other people, it's nature, higher power, sure, whatever. But I I have that where I want to sense that. I can really sense and feel that power. And I also, and this is super woo-woo-y. Okay, right? I can handle everybody, it. We can handle it. Hold on to your slides. Right? It's very woo-woo-y. But I feel like sometimes there are Like, I don't want to let's just use the word spirit, it's spirit, angel beings, energy, whatever you want to do that's floating around in the world that sometimes I feel like I know is there. Okay. I don't yeah. know what that really means. No, I'm there with you. But that's the thing. When I don't have the ability to sense that, I know that there's something wrong.
1: So one of your spiritual goals could be to maintain the ability to mm-hmm. sense that, to tap into that. And higher I'll be, power, be candid. This is
0: I sometimes disclose these things and I'm kind of embarrassed about it, but oh I'm my gonna do God, it. No qualifiers. Are you ready? Just lay it on us. So it's I call it the dead people. Oh, I refer to them as the dead people. I like to feel like I feel the presence of the dead people. Okay. Right. And, yeah. and I don't really know what that means. Don't ask me to explain it. Um, but if I don't feel the dead people, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong?
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. So one of your goals is to feel the dead people. <laughs>
0: is that where we're going with this? Yes, it is. I my love that. Yes, it is. Okay. A
1: physical, a uh, physical goal could be sleep more, drink more mm-hmm. water, eat more vegetables, yada, mm-hmm. yada. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay. Financial. Those are okay. So I love that. And I absolutely love it. And not everybody has to obviously use every one of these categories and you may have some of your own
0: categories, but what I love about all of them is they're about you. Mm -hmm. They're about you. Mm -hmm. They're about me. And it's interesting. Sometimes my kids and my obviously kids, husband, friends fall into relational, but these really are about me.
1: Yeah. Because this is what you want for Mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, and so then you reflect on how you did last, last year, year. Mm-hmm. and on those same goals, yep. on different, potentially different goals in those same categories. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you look forward and set your 2022, in this case, goals, your yes, goals for the next year. Absolutely.
0: Okay. And then once I set those goals, I can have a direction and I can set my intentions. Right. Right. Which I think is different. And
1: I know we went round and round on this, on this when we were prepping for the show, but I think of a goal as something tangible that you're going to achieve. Mm-hmm. It's measurable and time delineated. That's yep. the business. Mm-hmm. I think that's fair. You know, it's Amy me. And then your intention is how you're going to behave, how you're going to feel, what you're going to, how you're going to move in the world to achieve that goal. Mm-hmm. And somewhere in the middle are the steps you're going to take to, 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 to achieve get them, there, to get there. Mm-hmm. And all of this, when you start to dig into how to set goals, set intention, kind of move through this in your life, all of that conventional wisdom you'll find on the internet and books and whatever not urge you to get very, 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 very specific mm-hmm. and write it down in some
0: way. And to create, mm-hmm. if you can, some kind of visual reminder. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So not just write it down, but the vision board or the vision box or the what? Journal.
0: The journal. I actually, the goals that I set for 2022, I actually review those every single week. Like I go back and look at what I created in January every week.
1: What do you look at?
0: I have a list.
1: So it's on like in a a journal? I write it. <laughs> I'll just keep it on my thing. Okay, so here's the thing, though. This whole goal setting and picturing it, picturing it, r- you know, doing your vision board, writing it down in journal or whatnot. This is also part of what thought leaders. How's that for like? A phrase I love that, that word. Comes out of nowhere. Thought leaders. I love know, the phrase. Say is part of manifesting, mm-hmm. and there is this like thing that's really. I mean. Many of us have experiences where you think you want, like you think about something, you picture it, you draw a picture of it, you cut out the magazine, whatever. And it happens. It happens Mm -hmm. to show up Mm -hmm. on your
0: dress up, like literally physical things. Mm -hmm. We did this thing in our one of my um, women's groups, which was we brought in all of our vision boards from the years and talked about what had happened and what had not happened. Mm -hmm. It's weird. One of my friend's husbands said, stop putting houses on the vision board. We're full up. Oh, my God. It's weird,
1: right? It's weird. It is weird. And this is I just kind of maybe a side note, but I do want to say manifest. This is called manifesting. This Mm -hmm. is the like when you're saying the disclaimer. Don't 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 stop listening now. This is called manifesting. And in some cases, oddly enough, it has. I can say it has worked for me. I
0: believe that completely like I have. There is magic sometimes stuff happens. Things manifest. But candidly, I think that making stuff happen in your life is not about throwing it out into the universe. I mean, okay, there's some of that. I'll give you that, but I think it's primarily from setting your intentions and moving in, and that, moving di- in that direction. Moving in that direction. Yes, like yeah. g-
1: aiming, d- identifying where you want to your, go. Your life getting- is
0: not going to be solved by reading The Secret. That's what I'm trying to say.
1: Yes, I completely agree. And 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 in, and and as I say that, I will also admit that. I drew a picture of a couch years ago, 25 years ago. I remember drawing a picture of a couch it, to dimensions and everything. And someone called me that day and offered me that exact same couch. I have said I needed X, Y, or Z in my mind. I've said it outside, you know, mm-hmm. set it out to the universe. And it has manifested mm-hmm. call that happenstance, call that. But circumstance, I don't know, but I don't think it's the, I think it's the exception.
0: Yes, I do too. Not the rule. I do too. And I think it has a place. And I think as long as you are moving with intention towards your goal, there's absolutely nothing wrong with putting that stuff in the universe to see what happens. Yeah.
1: And I think when, when we, when we identify what we want, specifically what we want, we're then able to see it. Mm -hmm. So then you're able to, whether, did you catch that listener? She was um, just taking a sip of that. Stacey's going to cut that. No, she is not. What? No, she's not. That is a drink of Happy (laughs) New Year rye whiskey. Festive bullet. I had, yeah, seven sips, and now I'm over here sweating to death. I don't even know what I was saying. Oh, that is part of identifying what you want. Part of the magic of manifesting, I think, is that then you're able to see the thing that you want when it flashes Mm -hmm. in front of you, and you can Mm -hmm. grab it. Okay. So... We know that there is some cool things that that happen in Manifesting. But we're really
0: focusing on intention in this episode. Yeah, and there are significant limits to that kind of thinking, right? The manifesting thinking. Manifesting. I think that the money is in the intention, right? Deepak Chopra says, Intention is the starting point of every dream. It's the creative power that fulfills all of our needs, whether for the money, relationships, spiritual awakening, or love. It's intention. Yeah. And I completely agree with that. It's the starting point, Mm -hmm. yeah. And just as an aside... Like this kind of manifesting without any action can make you feel bad. Yes, like the research says that if you are just like trying to manifest and nothing is happening, you just feel really bad. Yes, and you, depressed. Yes, you start if all you do is
1: think good thought, positive thoughts, and picture what you want. This woman, God, I don't know how to pronounce this name. I really wish Otogen? I could say. Gabrielle Odigen? Odigen? I think it's Odigen. Odigen? Okay. This woman, uh, yeah, professor of psychology at New York University and at the University of Hamburg. She's done a ton of research. She's written about this extensively. She, in fact, has even written a book called Rethinking Positive Thinking. And she says that, yeah, research shows that just positive thinking gives you pleasure in the moment, but in the long run, you just have... It saps your energy and you have loop fewer successes. But there is a key. There is a key. Like positive thinking is good. Picturing what you want is good because it does kind of give you those endorphins. That little lift. Gives you a little lift. It helps you picture kind of the future what that you want. But you have to take steps mm-hmm. towards it. And mm-hmm. she has this formula, which, again, you and I went round and round about. Because you, do you like it? What do you think of her formula? You mean the whoop? Yeah. And I just, I'm going to say it right now. I I never want to say that
0: acronym again. I'm going to say it like 50 times in the next 12 (laughs) minutes. Whoopity whoop whoop whoop. Okay. We have to remember what whoop stands for.
1: Okay. This Gabrielle, Dr. uh, uh, Otogen. Otogen. Dr. Otogen has serious, serious research on this subject. And she said, There is power in identifying what you want. She calls that her wish. The so wish. The That's w right. The wish. Yep. In the whoop. I can't believe I said it.
0: Yeah, he said it again.
1: She said, But, but in order to move toward and an actually achieve what you want to achieve, you then have to picture the outcome. Mm-hmm. So you go from wish to then picturing the outcome. And the outcome is mostly how are you going to feel mm-hmm. when you get this thing? So in her on her website, which is like... Whoop.com,
0: I think. I mean, it is like something, something like that. Like I'll that. put it in the show notes, yeah. but it
1: is. I went through her exercise and I said, I want to have... in. So I set a goal. My wish was three projects of a certain dollar value in Q1 of 2022. And then it says how are you, you going to feel how are you when that happens feel when that happens and i had to like when you achieve that or what do you and then so okay i'm going to feel secure and uh, confident in my future then the second o of the whoop oh my god i just can't inhale that is obstacle you have to identify what you are going
0: to, fi- what
1: obstacles what might are going to get face, in the way? What might get in the way? Mm-hmm. But they urge you to identify what internal obstacles are going to get in the way.
0: What are you going to do to sabotage
1: this? Yes. And so in my case, I said, "Well, I might. What like? What do you? What is an ob- obstacle? What are you worried about? I'm worried that I won't have. I- I- I'll be working too much. I w- I'm worried that I'll sacrifice my free time. Free time. And so then." You have to plan. Okay, so what are you going to do? If you want to achieve this thing so you can feel this way, but you're going to come up against this obstacle. How do you get around it? How do you get around it? And then I had to articulate that. I'm going to block out personal time on my calendar. According to research, by doing those four things, you have a statistically insanely higher chance of achieving your goals. And in fact, she's tested this on middle schoolers, adults, you know, old people in workplace settings, um, with health goals, with financial goals, with workplace goals, etc. And by going through those four steps, according to
0: her, you- I'm going to add this to my planning this year, this whole whoop thing. I'm not going to say whoop, but I'm going to do, <laughs> do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to get my Paper out, yeah. You know, and I and I I really appreciate having the paper, right? That really helps me. Yeah. And when I set these goals, I'm going to go through this process of saying, "What's my wish or my goal? Mm -hmm. How am I going to feel when I achieve it? What's going to get in my way? Because I'll be honest with folks. There's lots of goals that stay on my list year after year. Sometimes I give things up, like. I'm going to do an Ironman, right? Before That was one of my long-term goals as an Ironman. I'm like, ah, I don't know if I really care about that anymore. I'm getting that off the list. But there are some things that, that like have stayed on the list year after year after year. And so I'm going to try a different approach with those things and see what happens to them this year.
1: Are your goals a specific – are they time delineated for the upcoming year? Are they things that you think you're going to achieve in that year or that you just want to achieve for your life?
0: They're both – but there are things that I want to achieve this year about a long term life goal. OK, right. So so
1: the Ironman might be a th- five year goal. Yes. And year one is mm-hmm. to do a
0: marathon. Your mm-hmm. two is to do a right. triathlon. OK, yeah, OK, exactly. Okay. But I'm going to bring in this process of really working the goal a little bit harder as opposed to just putting it out there. You know, I make a commitment to myself every week to look at my goals and to see if I've taken any action towards them. Uh-huh. Right. I yeah. mean, I do, I check myself, I yes. reflect, right. Yes. And like, I had this goal for 2021 that I wanted to do a yoga headstand Ah. Uh-huh. and I spent the first quarter really working really aggressively on my yoga goal. And then I was like, yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. D- yeah. Okay. I just don't want to do it anymore, but I didn't go through. And I think one of the reasons that I let go of it is because I didn't plan for the obstacles, which were in me. Yes. So I'm just going to, I'm I'm probably not going to pick the yoga headstand, frankly, but I am going to apply this process and see what happens this year.
1: That's interesting. What do you think the obstacles were that were in you with the headstand?
0: I wanted to do other things more. Got it. So you couldn't make it a priority. You're right. I wanted to do, I wanted to do biking more. I wanted to do rowing more. I wanted to lift more. I did not want to spend 15 minutes on my dolphin. What's a dolphin? I'd suppose that you do to get ready for a handstand. I mean, I read all about it. You and your yoga, I love it so much. I, by, by the way, just to be clear, I'm such a hack. <laughs> like, if it's possible to be a yoga hack, I'm a yoga you're hack. You're just faking it.
1: Well, but that's totally. So, but I love that example because what you're saying is, had you perhaps gone through the process of not mm-hmm. only identifying a wish or a goal in, in this case, but also thought about what obstacles. What it was you,
0: really going to look like. What is that really going to look I like? I might have taken it off my list mm-hmm. or I might have accomplished it. So now I've just articulated a failure of a goal for a year. Like how, why that there is a failure. Do you have a success? Like if you set a goal for a year and accomplished it, do you have one where you've been like, Chang, I got that. I do. But I want to go back to this thing that
1: I read on the Whoop website. First? First. And then you'll if tell I me? Can. Yeah. Okay. And that is that. The, the whole process of picturing these obstacles actually helps you form mental associations that then help you achieve behavior change. And I think that's kind of cool. That, that's the reason why they say this works. And I can think of things like, just to illustrate this point in the short term, and then I'll answer your question if I can remember it. There was a time when one of my physical goals was to start eating healthier and i when i was an executive and you know working way too much and not really i did not really tend to my physical needs and so i ended up you know being 30 pounds overweight and so i wanted to change that Mm -hmm. and i remember having strat like having to think about my strategy in social
0: situations oh social situations late night situations yeah yeah, yeah. no i i've been there intoxicated situations mm-hmm. like what what's that i know on, right that never happens to us
1: so, <laughs> so that goal and i don't want to you know bot, you know like, jump into the whole physical and body image and you know um female what am i trying to say all that juggernaut yeah
0: i don't want to like
1: yeah it's uh, Whatever. You can be whatever size you want to be. But in my case, I wanted to feel healthier and part of that was losing some weight. And so I had to picture myself overcoming obstacles in certain situations and come up with a game plan for how I was going to deal with it. And, and, and in that case, I was incredibly successful. And I think that that is what she's saying. She just
0: answered my question too.
1: Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a, it, that was a longer term goal. That was
0: a couple of years ago. But that's what's still great. It's like you went through that process, visualized what got in the way, figured out how to respond to that, and ended up being successful. And ended up being successful. And it's really, I mean, it's just, that's a really hard area to do that in, too. Yeah. So that reminds me about a book I've read. It's by a woman named Dr. Nicole Lepera, and I think it's called How to Do the Work. Mm. Are doing the work. And she says in that book, and this is what I love about goal setting and planning. It does not have to be the Taj Mahal. Mm-hmm. Like you do not have to do five areas of your life. You do not have to figure out spiritually, how do you want to feel, how much how, physically, how, what exactly do you want to weigh? And what exactly do you want to put in your mouth? You can actually just say, I'm going to take one small step towards something I want. And so she tells this story, Dr. LaPera tells this story about how when she was first trying to really honestly just get her shit together, she decided she was going to drink a glass of water every morning at 7 a.m. And she set her alarm for 7 a.m. And she drank a glass of water every morning at 7 a.m. And my takeaway from that story is it was, transformational to everything else she did because she started to trust herself. She started to trust that she would do what she said she was going to do. And that is part of this goal setting and part of this like what you want for your life. If you want to get there, you have to trust yourself. And you can't lie to yourself. Yeah, You can't not do what yourself is supposed to be doing. So I love that water story because I think it is so like I think it illustrates that it's powerful. You you
1: it, yeah, you can set large or small goals. You can be grandiose in your thinking or may, way smaller scale.
0: The important thing is to start and to take Re- a reflect back, yep. be honest about what's happened, look forward to what you want happen, to, which, look forward to what you want to happen and then to just really be to be trustworthy to yourself. Yeah. Right? Yeah, Be the kind of person you want to trust. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's and, a great story. And
1: she, it sounds to me like she, I mean, you're saying she's trying to get her shit together, which is starting from a place of not having her shit together. And the very first step was just to commit to one thing and drink do a it. a glass of water at commit, 7 a.m. Yeah. Commit to one thing and do it and build off of that. And, you know,
0: honestly, I've started having a glass of water every morning almost as like an what do you call that an acknowledgement an ode a ritual or whatever I have a glass of water every morning just to acknowledge the process of change oh yeah every morning I have no well let's just say this I keep track of it so probably five out of seven mornings a week working on seven out of seven I have a glass of water which is almost my ritual to say I'm gonna acknowledge my power to create what I want in my life, and I'm gonna acknowledge my ability to trust myself to do it.
1: You know, I think that's so beautiful because, you know, in our last, a year ago, when we did this kind of a similar episode, like I said, we state you're going to be somebody you're going to be you're going to be somewhere you're going to be in a year you're you going to make choices something's going to happen you're going to say yes to things and no to other things and wouldn't it be great if you were in the driver's seat right wouldn't it be great if you're in the driver's seat
0: what movie are you going to watch what movie are you going to
1: watch this next year oh my god or what radio station is going to play in your head it's going to be
0: KF KF KD
1: thanks Danny Lamont yeah Or is it going to be, you know, whatever, K-empowerment. But I think that uh, I would add to that then is also not only you are going to be somebody a year from now Mm -hmm. and you get to, you should be in the driver's seat about what you're going to, who you're going to be, what you're going to get, where, what you're going to achieve. What your experience is going to be. But you also get to trust yourself Mm -hmm. that you will get there. Mm -hmm. Because you're spectacular you are you are spectacular and you get so you get to build off of where you are now in small steps and large steps to get you to where you want to be Mm -hmm. but the the first step is to identify where you want to be what you want to do what you Mm -hmm. want to accomplish how you want to feel and i think you know and along the way limit that negative self-talk Mm hmm. Really turn really try to turn that off because you're you're on a path. On so a not helpful.
0: It is not helpful. And um, so 2022. Yeah. we're literally just stepping into it. Yeah. And I have to say my hope is for every every listener out there that you give yourself the time to figure out what you want 2022 to look like, that you trust yourself to make it happen that you direct your intention. Cause as Karina was saying, it's like something's going to happen in 2022 and it might as well be something you want to happen. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Picture yourself overcoming what those obstacles might be. Picture yourself overcoming them and start moving towards them. I want to end with this quote and I wish I knew I'd said, I know the last name of the woman who said it is McKenna, but I do not have her first name and I'm going to say it anyway. The only thing stopping you from manifesting your dreams is you, what you can visualize in your mind you can hold in your hands and that's
0: that's it that's great that's it listener that is it friend we are that is a great place to say cheers to the end of 2021 happy 2022 cheers ching 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 (laughs) ching see you next year see you next year bye listeners thanks
1: for listening Krina and Kirsten Get to Work is recorded and produced by yours truly, Krina Hoyer.
0: And Kirsten Barron.
1: Find all of our episodes anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, on our website, or email us at yougettowork at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.